Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I count it a blessing to be here with all of you on this episode number 136 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I have a question for you. I'm wondering where petty fits in to a Christian's life. Yes, let's talk about that. Please take some time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Courages You is coming to you with Is There Such Thing as a Petty Christian? That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. So BCU family, I feel compelled to tell you all why we're talking about pettiness today. So this post is brought to you because of a kerfuffle between a talk show host and the gospel slash Christian community. So I was going through one of my social media accounts for Blend Courages You, and all I saw, or a lot of what I saw, I should say, were rebukes for this talk show host. Very stern, mean, and some mean-spirited rebukes for the talk show host. And I honestly hadn't heard what happened. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why are they going in on the talk show host? I, I don't I don't watch the show, so I, I didn't know what happened. So did a little research to find out what went down. And it turned out, for those of you who may not know, it turned out that the talk show host made a disparaging comment about a very popular and well-respected gospel singing group. So once again, BCU family, it wasn't that I heard what the talk show host said first 
and then followed up with the comments to see what would be said. What immediately drew me in was what the gospel slash Christian community was saying about the talk show host. Now, as I was going through the news feed, some of the comments were just a gentle rebuke. Others went in on the talk show hosts' features, their health concern, that recent health scare that had happened, and uh, questioned their gender. And in one particular account, the person that made a lot of very mean-spirited comments pretty much called themselves petty and were looking for other petty Christians to join into the conversation. So my question, BCU family, is should there be such a thing as a petty Christian? That answer is no. Let's talk about why that is. So let's kick this off, BCU family, by looking at the word petty in just a regular Merriam-Webster dictionary. Now, petty means of little importance, trifling, or trivial. When it comes to behavior, petty means having undue concern for trivial matters, especially in a small-minded or spiteful way. So in other words, pettiness many times is linked up with not only being trivial, it's being trivial in a mean-hearted way. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just talk about being trivial for a moment and actually having a little spite as well. There's an example of this in the Bible. There's an example, and we're going to go to a familiar passage of Scripture for many of us, and that is the book of Luke, chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. So BCU family, I'm going to go through these passages of scripture. Once again, Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. I won't be reading them word for word. However, with God's grace, we won't lose the essence of what Luke is saying. I always like to encourage you all to be sure that you're reading along with me. And if that's not possible at the moment, as soon as you get a chance in your private study time with the Lord, be sure to read these passages of scripture in their entirety so that you can hear what thus says the Lord to you. So this is very familiar. So even if you know the story, hang on in here with me because I'm sure the Lord is going to bless uh, as we go through and expound on these scriptures. So in Luke, again, chapter 10, verse number 38, we learn that Jesus was invited to the house of Martha. Verse 39 lets us to know that Martha had a sister named Mary, 
and this part is significant, coming up, who sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his word. But, verse 40 says, but Martha was cumbered about with much serving. So she was entangled in, focused on making sure that things were being served. And listen to this BCU family. She was so focused on trying to make sure that the serving part of things was taken care of. And obviously her running around trying to serve vexed her spirit. So much so, listen to this. We're still in verse number 40, that she went over to Jesus while he was talking and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to come and help me. BCU family, Jesus was speaking. He was speaking a word into this woman's life, to Mary's life. Martha, he's talking to your sister. He's given her a word and you come over and interrupt that word to say, listen, I need her right now to help me serve. What you're saying right now, Jesus, is of no importance to me. What you're saying to her, I need her to come and help me serve. My God, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Do you all see what that is? Where Martha was at that time? What's our definition for Patty? Yeah, entangled here with the little things, inconsequential things. That serving meant nothing at the moment. It was undue concerned. For a trivial matter, especially in a small-minded or spiteful way, way, and where it got spiteful and small-minded was that she wanted to pull her. She stopped the conversation, number one, and to pull her sister away from what Jesus was saying, number two. Because we got to get this food on the table, or whatever it is that Martha needed assistance with. Petty. Okay, so we're going to go into this a little bit more. Stay here with me. Verse number 41, Jesus in his infinite wisdom and his perfect answers. He, he answered Martha and he said to her, Martha, Martha, you are full of care, full of anxiety, full of worry, full of concern over time care and concern, and you are troubled, agitated, and distracted in your heart, mind, and spirit about many things. So Martha, because Jesus knew her heart, knew that she had a whole lot going on in her heart and mind that was petty trivial, inconsequential. It was petty. So in verse number 42, Jesus said, but one thing is 
needful. And Mary has chosen that good part. Which shall not be taken away from her. So Mary chose to sit and to listen to what needed to be said. That's the good part. So being petty, BCU family, that's not the good part. Spending a lot of inordinate time over matters that are trivial is not the good part. We need to listen to what Jesus is saying. And when we do, we won't be petty because petty is not a characteristic of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And for those of us that have Jesus down on the inside, according to Acts 2.38, we should not practice petty. Amen? Now, the word petty and the definition is a synonym to another word called busybody. Does anyone remember the word busybody? I heard it a lot as a youngster. And uh, I remember even growing up and uh, listening and, and looking at some children who were just sort of all over the place, really not where they were supposed to be or do what they were supposed to be doing. We will call them busybodies, <laughs> busy bodies. So we typically don't call adults busybodies. We've sort of gone to the word petty. All the same thing, my friends, all the same things and same definitions, same, you know, different words, same definitions, pretty similar. And I'll tell you something else that the Bible speaks against being a busybody, which means it speaks against being petty. So we saw that indirectly in the book of Luke. Let's look at it, a direct verse of scripture in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 15. Now hear this carefully, BCU family. But let none of you suffer, meaning being called to or to do the actions of or to be a murderer. None of you should be a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. BCU family, being a busybody. And there's a Greek word for this, Greek word for this. And again, you're going to see how closely related it is to petty. The Greek word is peri ergos. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. So peri means around, all around. And that's where we get the English word perimeter from. So all around and ergos or ergon means work. So all around work. And what that means is that you are overdoing it overdoing things, spending excessive time and effort and putting work in where it does not belong. That's a busybody. That's someone who is petty. They are spending way too much time on things that are not important. And you notice once again, that killing someone, taking something from someone or doing evil is in the same line and sentence as a busybody. 
Yes. So it behooves us, BCU family, to understand that pettiness, busybody, being a busybody, uh, all up in other people's affairs and business really is not something to aspire to. Petty Christians join in. How is that even possible? If we have the spirit of the Lord down on the inside, if we've got the Holy Ghost down on the inside, and if we're letting that reign and rule over us, if we're yielding to the spirit of God, then we won't yield to petty because it's opposite. It's opposite. Pettiness or being a busybody brings you to places that Jesus would not want us to go because then we start to talk about the person uh, in an unflattering way. We are now going to start to talk about their facial features or their body type or their gender. Not of God. Totally not of God. On top of that, BCU family, Paul reminds us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse number 11, that we are to study, to be quiet, and to do our own business. And what that means, studying means that you have some passion around, some you put effort into to be ambitious about being quiet and to do our own business. Now, being quiet does not mean that we don't speak up, that we allow uh, certain injustices to just happen, that we are passive about things. That's not what it means. What the scripture is saying is that whatever God has assigned to us, we need to focus on that. Now, I can't speak for all of you, but I can tell you with everything that the Lord has given me to steward over, that it takes me all day, all evening, and sometimes well into the night for me to get everything taken care of. Amen. Somebody hears me. So I don't have a lot of excess time to be involved in petty, trivial matters. I don't have four hours to go back and forth on social media about a comment that someone made about a third party. Where is God being glorified, especially if I am taking away from the time that I'm supposed to be taking care of God's business. And on top of it, it's gotten petty and snarky to the point that now I am attacking the person's character, attacking how they look or how they walk or whatever is going on in their lives that I'm starting to mock and bully those, those types of things. So where's God being glorified there? How is that being taken care? How is that taking care of God's business? How is that studying to be quiet? How is that not being a busybody? How is that not being in other men's matters? So we BCU family have to take every offense, every slight, everything that vexes our spirit. We need to take that straight to Jesus first. So, you know, things are going to happen. Offenses are going to come. Uh, these the folks that are in Hollywood and talk shows and they're going to say things that are going to offend. The, our politicians are going to say things that vex us. The first thing we need to do is go sit at the feet of Jesus to hear how he would want us to handle it rather than defaulting 
to what the flesh wants to do. Amen. That should be our first line to do things. And the old nature is a beast because it wants to rise up. And what we have to do is to crucify that flesh and, and, and allow the spirit of God, for those of us that have the Holy Ghost down on the inside, allow the spirit of God, allow the Holy Spirit to overtake you, yield to that and say, Lord, I'm going to, you know what? My flesh wants to act up and I want to say this. I want to get petty, but I want your spirit to reign so that whatever it is I do say, if you want me to say something brings you glory. Remember, it's not everything that we've got to comment on. Whether it's social media, in person, doesn't matter. On the telephone, doesn't matter. It's not everything that we need to comment on. Sometimes we just need to study to be quiet. Amen? Amen. BCU family, listen, I've got to tell you that I didn't always know or practice uh, these scriptures in my early saved life. And it wasn't until uh, I had an incident uh, with someone that brought <laughs> my propensity to be a busybody to the forefront. And from that day on, and I praise God for it to him be the glory. It stopped me from being a busybody. And again, this was years and years and years ago, but the Lord had to have me to go through something to understand how serious he takes being petty and a busybody and that it shouldn't be named among his children. So what we want to do, if we've got the, that propensity, it's not too late. Whatever it is that we like to get busy about, that we like to be petty about, take it straight to the Lord Jesus Christ. Repent from that and ask him to help you to resist the urge of getting into other people's business, of putting extra work in, excessive work where it does not belong, that we no longer have undue concern for trivial matters, especially in a small-minded or spiteful way. That's not the way that we want to live. Uh, the world does that, and we expect that from the world. From people of God, we have got to be different. We are lights. We're supposed to be a light for Christ. And by doing that, by shining our light, all men will know that we're the children of God, that they may ask, you know, what must I do to be saved? All right, BCU family, I've got to wrap it up. God bless you. May he keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And not to be a busybody or petty as you stay on the wall. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.